0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first Baseball and Wrestling Diamond Ring Podcast. And yes, it is going to be a podcast about the two greatest pastimes of this country. Wrestling and baseball. Baseball and wrestling. So, there's my introduction to what this podcast is about. I am whack. And I truly do love the art of baseball and the art of wrestling. Yes, they both are incredible arts. So before this whole coronavirus shit. Started. I made the statement on my only form of social media that I have, and that is Facebook. I was saying how the 2020 season is not going to be as exciting as the 2019 season, which now obviously it's not going to be, but whenever I made that statement, obviously I did not know that this shit was going to occur. But what I stated was that there's not going to be as many home runs hit. Just like last year in 2019, within the last, what, three weeks, the home run record was broken. Which is incredible, which is exciting. Another thing that was exciting to just watch foretold in front of the very eyes was the National League Central Division, which was just amazing hot. Yeah, people may say that the teams in it were quote-unquote weak, but God damn it, it still was fun to watch throughout the season. Every single team in the NL Central Division was in first place at some time. And then the champion of the National League Central came down to the very last day where the Cardinals ended up proclaiming their top spot. It was fun to watch. No matter what you say, if the teams weren't the greatest, it still was baseball. It was still the art of the game. And then we end up seeing... First time a World Series champions the Washington Nationals in a pretty fairly decent seven-game World Series series. Before this coronavirus shit hit, I said that we weren't going to see anything like that, but we was going to see something special, something spectacular that did not take place in 2019, which I was predicting that the trade deadline was going to be fucking awesome. And I'm praying and I'm hoping with all of me that we do get to see the 2020 trade de- deadline, that it doesn't end up getting scrapped, that it does still take place because I think some amazing things are going to happen in it. Some shocking things are going to happen in it. So let's go ahead and start with something obvious that I think 99.8 of us are going to agree on that Nolan Arnato will end up being one of those people of the trade deadline. I think we all see this coming But who exactly is he going to go to? My hope will not fade. I'm hoping to see him sign with the Cardinals, but is that really going to happen? I hope so. But it's going to be exciting to just watch the teams fight over him, watch the fans fighting for him. I really... Don't know where he will go, and I am anticipating and excited to see where he goes, but I will be in joy, unspeakable joy, if he does go to the St. Louis Cardinals. One thing that I do not see happening is him staying with the Colorado Rockies. I'm sure everybody's nodding their heads that they are in agreement on that. Another person that I see headed it out during... The trade deadline is Manny Machado. He's another one that I'm not positive where he would end up, but I think it would be to one of the teams that are quote unquote underrated in my eyes. Like the Oakland A's or the Minnesota Twins. I don't really see him going to the Twins. The White Sox possibly. The Rays possibly. I think there's a number of teams that would love to have him in some capacity. He may end up going to the American League just to be a DH practically. Who knows? But I see him heading out and being one of those big namers that will be involved in the 2020 trade deadline. Now here's one that people argue with, with me about, and uh, I, I see their points, but have an open mind here and see my point. This guy is a top pitcher, and I know that he wants a ring, and the team that he's with, he's not going to get that ring. So I see him headed out to the American League, to the Twins, maybe even possibly the Rays. And if he went to the Rays, oh my God, could you imagine the Rays pitching rotation? And who am I talking about? you probably jumping up and wondering. I am talking about DeGrom, I do not see him staying with the Yankees. I see him saying, get me the fuck out of here. I want a ring. And I think he can have better chances with any other team than the New York Mets. So I see DeGrom being one of those big namers in the 2020 trade line. Damn it, I hope that we get to see the 2020 trade line dead trade deadline excuse me so those are three big names and who knows there may be bigger names and surely there's going to be a lot more names than what there was in the 2019 so that is one thing i am excited about and i think will be greater about the 2020 season over the 2019 and more than likely especially now That will be the only thing that's any greater, that has any chance to be greater in 2020 than in 2019. So, really, there's not much to talk about at this point of time about the MLB. Because the MLB don't even know what the MLB is going to do as of This point of time. And it's sad. It makes my heart just break and bleed and cry. Because I love baseball. It is our pastime. So let's go ahead and go on to the second half of this first ever podcast. You are listening to Baseball Wrestling Diamond Ring Podcast. So we've got WrestleMania coming up and a lot of people are complaining about WrestleMania decided, hey, we're still doing this fucking show and we're going to do it with no audience at the Performance Center. Everybody gets to see it. We get to see it streamed live online. Guys, why are we complaining? Yeah, it sucks for the people who bought tickets for WrestleMania, who bought plane tickets, train tickets, saving up for their transportation, and who got hotel rooms. Yes, it fucking sucks. It would I would be devastated if it happened to me, but since that's not happening to me, and I was going to watch it live-streamed, I'm still watching it live-streamed. So I can't complain about those things. So I guess I'm a little biased, but I'm still excited for WrestleMania. I am so excited for the AJ Styles against Undertaker. That's a match that I had predicted for last year. It didn't happen last year, so I'm like, it's going to fucking happen this year. And by God, it's fucking happening. happening. So I that's the match that I am most looking forward to. Match least looking forward to is Randy Orton against Edge. I love Randy Orton. I fucking have always hated Edge. Edge is the most overrated piece of shit ever to be in the company. And, oh, what, 11 years ago? Oh, I'm retired I can never wrestle again. But here he is. Now, usually whenever people say that, the fans bitch. But now that it's Edge, they're... Rejoicing about it? What in the literal fuck? Anyway. That match, I I don't even want to see. I'll probably go fucking take a shit, take a long piss, or maybe even just fucking beat my fucking meat during that fucking match. Not to that match, but away from that match, because I don't give a flying fuck about that match. Another thing that people... um seem to be talking about during this time of the year, whenever it comes to wrestling, is the Hall of Fame. Number one, I think this could be the best Hall of Fame class of all time. I mean, we've got the NWO, one of the most loved uh, factions or stables, whatever the hell you want to call it, I'll call it a stable. One thing that I don't like about it is that Eric Bischoff is not involved with the n w o in this Hall of Fame induction. I think he f- played a huge part, yeah people's like well, he was number seven of the members or whatever, but he's the one who practically created them. Then people are bitching about x fuck x fuck guys fuck x fuck is a huge name and The guy is more than deserving. I'm sorry, he just is. And is a first ever uh, back-to-back Hall of Famer. People's bitching about that. The man, x Fox, he is a genius. He does know the business. He never did get to be showcased as he should have been with the WWE or WWF. Or WCW. Neither one of them showcased that man as much as what they should have. Is he deserving to be a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. He could be a Hall of Famer by himself. But he also chooses not to be a Hall of Famer by himself. He wants to be inducted with his group, his faction. DX he was. Now with NWO, he says if he... Ever does become or is asked to be a singles um, Hall of Famer, he will not take it. He says, put me in the legends after I die. See right there, that's just the man that he is. And he is more than deserving to be in the Hall of Fame with the X and with the NWO and be the first ever back-to-back Hall of Famer. A lot of you are going to bitch, piss, and moan about it, but I don't give a flying fuck. Then you got Batista. He's been champion multiple times. Royal Rumble winner. WrestleMania uh, main eventer. Pay-per-view main eventer. Man deserves it. British Bulldog. Guy who is uh, well overdue. In my opinion, and in many other people's opinions. But it's been a family thing. Saying, nope, we don't want him in. That feeds into a statement that I'm going to make. I was going to make it after I was talking about the entire Hall of Fame inductees. But, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. It feeds right into this. There's another man who people are bitching about. Crying about saying, should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, here's number one on this. Why? He is not in the fucking Hall of Fame. His wife will not let him in the fucking Hall of Fame. She will not accept it. It has been brought up to her. But people want to bitch and say the WWE won't put this man in. Vince McMahon won't put this man in. You're right. He won't, they won't put him in because they're not being allowed. Get the fucking picture. Understand if the man's wife says no. I don't want my dead husband. To be put in, they cannot go behind her back and put him the fuck in. Why is this so fucking hard to understand, people? That's why Owen Hart is not in the Hall of Fame, and he's not going to get into the fucking Hall of Fame anytime soon until that bitch is dead. Number two on fucking Owen Hart, and this is going to sound really fucking mean and I don't care, but what the hell did that man do besides fucking die? He don't deserve the Hall of Fame. Sorry, he doesn't. He didn't do a goddamn thing to be put in the fucking Hall of Fame but fucking die in the middle of the fucking ring. And people's like, Oh, the WWE killed him? Vince Russo or Vince McMahon? What? Or the both Vinces killed him? No, they didn't. He wanted to be the Blue Blazer. That was his fucking dream. Yeah, maybe not being lowered down by a fucking rope or whatever. I don't even know. That may have been his idea, too. But people, let's get over this Owen Hart shit. His wife won't let him in. That's the biggest thing. His wife will not allow it. It's not the WWE's fault. It's not Vince McMahon's fault. It's his fucking wife's fault, y'all. So get over it. And I put my two cents in saying, the man don't deserve it, period. So then we got JBL. JBL, possibly one of the greatest brawlers. Man who was known for being champion for 10 months. Man, incredible on the fucking mic. Very deserving. Very glad that he is going in and he's not going to be one of the people who goes past their time and is overdue for an induction. One that... um people are complaining about, is the Bella Twins. And I I can see the points. But I think that they uh, got a hell of a lot better. Both of them got a hell of a lot better in due time. Both former divas, women's, whatever the fuck you want to call it, champions. And hell, they got their own TV show. So the pop culture audience is going to know who the fuck they are. So, you know, I I, I do see the complaints about them. But there's always somebody getting into the Hall of Fame that's being complained about. Hillbilly Jim, uh, Coco Beware, Johnny Rods. But in Johnny Rods, I don't know what the hell they were thinking putting him in. Because, I mean, the guy, I I don't know. Um, Hillbilly Jim, memorable character. Coco Beware, memorable character. That's why they got in. And, you know, you got to appreciate that. Uh, Brutus Barber Beefcake, who got in last year. Um, one of my favorites whenever I was a kid. Loved the gimmick. And then I grew up and I started watching his matches and I'm like eh, this motherfucker sucked. But that's a character that will never be forgotten in my life amongst many other people's lives. So that's why Hillbilly Jim Coco Beware. It. So I right, guys, I hope you enjoy this podcast and you know, I I give you some insight that you're going not in agreement. And then there's going to be things that I say that's going to make you red in the face and shake your head and want to fucking murder me. But you know what? I think that's what makes a great podcast. And that's what I'm doing here. In the Diamond Ring. Baseball and wrestling Podcast. For I am whack, and whack is off.